What up, guys? Before we get going, we just want to remind you to follow us on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania, and to check us out on iTunes. Leave us a rating, review, and hit that subscribe button. Check out! What's up, guys? Welcome to a special edition of the 10 Count for WrestleMania week. We are kicking the week off right, and we are going to do this with style. So I'm welcoming in Dez and Justin. Say hi, guys. What up, WrestleMania? It's WrestleMania time. It's the most fantastic time of the year. It's the greatest week of all. Screw Christmas. <laughs> uh, rest, it's the right time to be a pro wrestling fan. I mean, not only WrestleMania, but we got like we got it all. We got an indie scene. We got it in NXT. It's freaking everywhere. Well, I think, like Justin said, WrestleMania is the Christmas for us. It's Christmas, baby. So uh, we're going to get going here. And uh, if you're not familiar with how the 10 count works, it's pretty simple. 10 topics, two and a half minutes per topic. And uh, we're just going to run through them as we go. So uh, let's get it on, boys. We'll start with our uh, first topic. One. Will there ever be another streak holder? Is there anyone from the current generation that can hold that spot? And if so, whom? And we're talking about the Undertaker streak. And we'll uh, we'll kick it off with Justin. Okay. Uh, I think there's a possibility that there may be a streak holder, but I, I, I think that if there is, I don't think they're really going to push it nearly as much as they did with the Undertaker's. Um, I don't even think the Undertaker's streak was intentional until they got you know, about 10 to 15 wins in. I'm trying to remember when they really started pushing it. So I think uh, I think the first time I really recall them saying, you know, the Undertaker had an undefeated streak was somewhere around WrestleMania 17 against Triple H. Yeah, I didn't remember it as it was like starting. I don't remember it being a thing for a while either. Yeah, and really once they hit the 20s and so on is when they really started pushing it as being a thing. So it's a possibility that someone may come on and, you know, years from now and be the streak holder but i think the problem that they're that they're doing with the current generation is they have so many of these battle royal and multi-man matches that it's almost near impossible that someone may become a streak holder i mean if the right guy comes along then that's it and so far i think the only guy who is still undefeated at wrestlemania is oh no well roman reigns i guess doesn't count eh thanks to seth Rollins. damn i really had a I, I really had a thought there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. Because I was thinking at the same time, I was like, "Well, why aren't they? Or why aren't they secretly doing it to Roman Reigns in the background you know, and then after 10, 12 years from now?" Boom. But uh, I think they very well could likely do it again. Also depends what streak we're looking at. We're looking at WrestleMania streak. Uh, well, first you have to look and see who's won, who, who's lost so far. If anybody's kind of in that pipeline. But uh, I mean, Undertaker. You know, you talk about battle royales, matches like that. Um, Undertaker. You know, he hadn't been in many battle royales, so you know, WWE books the matches. They can keep the person in a relatively safe match that might make sense. I think the most you know nerve wracking one. I guess I think he has one tag team win in at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. if I'm not correct. Uh, Nineteen. Um, right. I think Albert was in, in that match, right? Wasn't it? It was him and uh, Nathan Jones. Against Nathan Jones. Exactly. Exactly. A failed experiment. Against A Train and some. Yeah, I knew A Train was in it. Cool. Yeah, but didn't Taker um, fight? I don't know if it was at WrestleMania, but he fought Albert and uh, and Big Show at one point in a handicap, right? I think that's what it was. Was Albert and Big Show that year at the tag match? But Nathan Jones was like this new guy they were bringing in, and as 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 Des put it, complete failed experiment. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. It may as well have been a handicap I'd like to, match. I'd like to see a women's uh, streak at WrestleMania. Oh, that's a good idea, man. And, I mean, I don't see why not. I didn't even How think many of that time, one. Has, has Flair won at WrestleMania every year? 
Hmm? Say I that again. Charlotte being it. Just saying. I think Charlotte could be the one. Has she not lost at WrestleMania yet? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> we gotta look I think, back. I think they're always having her win the match, the, the big big matches at WrestleMania, right? All right, boys. Oh, you know what? But this Ooh. year, right with Oscar. Okay, we're off topic. Yeah, Sorry, we're off topic. All right, let's start off with number two. two. Uh, your favorite WrestleMania match, and I'll throw this one to Dez to start it off. Oh, okay. So there's some good ones. I was noting down uh, Owen versus Bret Hart WrestleMania 10. Uh, oh, fantastic match. Good, good one. Good one. It's not. It's not my favorite, but that's definitely on my, one of my uh, my honorable mentions. And then uh, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle at Wrestle uh, and at WrestleMania. Um, I forget what WrestleMania this one was. 21, I like to think. But that match between Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle was amazing. And also, uh, well, when it comes down to it. The match for me that is number one overall is uh, WrestleMania 12, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, not a bad one. That not was only, Iron Man, right? you know, is it a, yeah, the Iron Man match. Not only is it a culmination of the story between the two of them, or at least, you know, where it really took off, but uh, just I remember that match had a lot of sentimental value to me. I was really getting to wrestling at the time. I remember renting the VHS. I remember watching it at your house with you. Ooh, really? In Vaudreuil. With you. Yeah, we rented the VHS and we watched that whole match. And just for those two to be able to go 60 minutes and keep up a quality type match, no one to do the transitions, how to slow down, um, the story they told within that time. And then going to overtime too, which was genius. And the first match of all time, they go into overtime, I thought was really cool. And yeah, just, you know, Bret Hart kind of passing on the torch or at least doing the favors. For me, it was uh, I was a great, great, great. It was the childhood dream of Shawn Michaels coming true in front of your eyes, man. Oh. And I was always a big Shawn Michaels fan. So for me, was it, it was, was it uh, your childhood dream to see it? Uh, the match was fantastic. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's my answer. Justin? So Dez picked a lot of the good ones. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with, with, with ones that he didn't pick. Because, yeah, clearly Brett and Owen was awesome. Brett and Sean at 12 was amazing. Like, it's, it's like tippity top. Uh, however, I will rebuttal with um, Macho Man versus Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. Mm, um, obviously right. I was two at the time, so I did not witness it in person or, or live or anything like that. But, you know, being that the internet is amazing and you can go back and see all this stuff now, uh, when I was a teenager, I caught it and it, it's one of the few matches that really compelled me and like, wow, this is, this is really awesome stuff. Um, in more modern times, the immediate things that I think of, and unfortunately one of them is kind of a negative now, but when Chris Benoit won the title at WrestleMania 20, that was a big emotional thing for him to beat. Triple H and Shawn Michaels and for to finally win the big one. And then likewise at WrestleMania 30, same thing. Daniel Bryan coming away with two wins in one night against three top talents and pulling off the big one where, you know, where no one said he was ever going to do it. Four, Those have been big ones. Two, <laughs> um, I'm going to throw it in even though this is done. Uh, nobody mentioned Rest- too late, it's over, man. WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart versus... Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So, anyways, my answer's better. <laughs> Should the WWE just bite the bullet and hold a WrestleMania in the UK? Justin, you're the professional on this one, so uh, let's, let's start with you. Should they? Absolutely. Can they pull it off? Will they get a packed house and all that? Absolutely. The, the main issue that with this is they are an American company whose primary viewing audience is the United States of America. So if they were to hold a WrestleMania live in the United Kingdom, you have two problems. Number one, you either have it where it would be the 
let's call it 7 o'clock Eastern Time, start time in the United States, which means it would be starting at midnight in the UK, so that's out. Or you do where it starts at 7 p.m. UK time, which would translate to 2 p.m. Eastern, which is manageable, or 11 a.m. Western uh, Pacific time, which that's I think that's probably where they run into some issues. And I think a lot of the setting up the sets and all this thing might be an issue for them. But I want to say that here's why I think it is possible and we might see it in our lifetime. They're about to do a very huge show in Australia at the cricket ground in Melbourne that seats over 100,000. If they can do that, they can do WrestleMania in the United Kingdom. There's no reason why they can't. Is that the uh, greatest Royal Rumble of all time that they're going to put together over there? That is not. That is a separate show entirely. That's in Saudi Arabia, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So then what are they doing in Australia? They are going to have a live show. If you remember, I don't know, back in 2002, I think it was, they did a show in Australia called the Global Warning Tour. Um, it was right. headlined by Lesnar against Rock against Triple H in a triple threat. That show packed with like 50,000 plus in that building. They wow. decided they're going to go bigger and they're holding it at a cricket ground that seats over 100,000. And it's going to be like it's a live event, like a live but show? I'm sure they're going to tape wow. it for the network. They would be dumb That's not gonna to. That's going to be fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you, t- you, you said it best. I mean, you pretty much hit on all the talking points I was going to hit on. I think it's something that WWE could do, and if they're being ambitious, they could do it. I mean, people are crazy enough in the, in, in the American fan base that they would fly over there to UK. It's an experience. It's a WWE. Uh, I think we will see it in our lifetime, but obviously there's a lot of obstacles to get around. Um, what was their first uh, show in the UK? Was it One Night Only? Or SummerSlam 88 comes only? to mind. Really? Bret yeah, Hart lost the back, Intercontinental eh? title to British Bulldog at Wembley uh, Stadium in front of Brett like 50,000. So Brett. Thank you, Jay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Said I would never use that, but I wanted to. Uh, I'm just going to put in my two cents. I think that WrestleMania should be a afternoon spectacle anyways. So cool. I yeah. say do it in the U.S. in the afternoon, and then after that you can slide it into the U.K., and it's not a big deal. It's not going to shock anybody. Already kind of starts in the afternoon already, though, so you have to yeah, I guess shave what, off a bit of that. The kickoff is what, at like freaking 5 o'clock now? But 5 o'clock. Almost like 4 or 5 now, yeah. I'm talking like Sunday afternoon football. That's 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 the vibe that I want to have. Cool. Got it. Good. Three. What is the last memorable WrestleMania that comes to mind? Like, what is the last WrestleMania that has a feel of WrestleMania? Des, I'll start with you. Uh, I don't know. I remember being, you know, maybe it was because I was younger. I was more excited to watch wrestling. I remember WrestleMania 14 had that excitement to it. A lot of good matches, a lot of good, I guess, gimmick matches. And, you know, I guess the people that were on the card too. Uh, I guess also I liked that era when I was was growing up. And then through 17, The Rock and Austin, that whole matchup. But obviously things kind of fizzled out a little bit for me. But I know like a couple years ago, Maybe WrestleMania, where we got 33, 32, around that area. So, I mean, I don't know. That's it. I can't even really think of WrestleManias off the top of my head. Yeah, well, so, maybe, so then 14 is probably the last one that you could remember. You remember the matches of 14? I remember 14 specifically. Yeah, I could tell you the card up and down. But that's preferred that was Tyson, right? because That was Tyson here? Yeah, that was Tyson. Okay. So that was like Michael's last match against uh, Austin when he, he basically did the job for, for him and um yeah after that obviously like the attitude era happened and there was fantastic pay-per-views in there as well too and i know i can go through it and be like oh yeah this was awesome uh, this wrestlemania but you know off the top of my head it's like those are the matches that stood out to me and uh you know they are getting better with seth rollins you know and aj styles they inject excitement into, re- into wrestling into the matches but 
I don't know. Uh, again, you know, I, I clearly came unprepared for this question. <laughs> well, no, I mean, this is perfect. You shouldn't be prepared for this question. If it's memorable yeah. and if it's something that, like, you know, resonates in your mind, well, that's what it was, WrestleMania 14. Uh, I'm going to shoot this over to Justin now. I'm glad you answered the fir- uh, the question first, Des, because that gave me an opportunity to actually think of an answer myself. Um, mm. I'm going to say it, it's it's – it's between two options, uh, and both are a year apart. So you have WrestleMania 2000, they're WrestleMania 16, um, and WrestleMania 17. WrestleMania 2000, well, we'll call it 16. I remember very well, just because like I remember that card up and down. I remember, and the big thing a lot of people kind of forget about, but then they remember it afterwards, is that tr- uh, the triangle ladder match that kind of got the whole ball rolling with the fascination with the tables and the ladders and the chairs. Oh, it was that original TLC? That was the original. It wasn't even the TLC. It was just a ladder match. It's just the Dudleys mm-hmm. are like, well, we use tables, so we're going to use those. And Edge and Christian, who had just turned into a heel team at the time, were like, well, we use chairs, so we're using those too. And then at WrestleMania 17, you had the intentional TLC match, which was the second one because they had to book another one in between at SummerSlam. But uh, WrestleMania 17, I remember really well because I went over to a buddy's house to watch it and watch the whole thing. And that whole Austin heel turn at the end still reason- uh, resonates with me today. It's, it's a huge thing that nobody saw coming. So those would probably be the two that I remember really well as far back as I can. I'm a little bit newer that well not newer to this but more recent WrestleMania 31 was my last favorite WrestleMania. I, I feel like they did it right. It got me back into wrestling. Uh, Seth Rollins moment really captivated my heart. What a cash in! The entrances were awesome. Rusev was awesome. Uh, even the music, the theme, just everything about it. The setup, being being outside for the first what time. Was the theme while, that year? It was the Skylar Gray song. Mm. I'm not gonna sing Which it. One? Yeah, come on. I'm not you got it. You have four seconds, five oh, seconds left. Come on. Oh, look at that. I control the board. <laughs> All right, moving on to number four. Is it four or five? Does anybody remember? Well, you said, I think you pressed three twice, to be honest with you. Did I? I feel like oh, you did one, three twice. One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven left, so we're going to be on four? I think. Five. Yeah. Four? This should be five. This should be five. This should be fine. The magic of live recording. Okay. Oh, yeah. I read this one twice. Okay. Oh, I read both of those twice. Jeez, this is horrible. One more time. Will a women's division matchup ever headline WrestleMania? If so, do you see it happening in the next five years? And I'll give it to my boy, Mike. Des. Nice. I was wondering if I was going to get this one or not. I was like, good. One I could talk about. And I thought this one would go to Justin. So, uh, yeah, I do. Absolutely. And it's going to happen sooner than later. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't completely put it past the WWE if they tried to do that this year with Charlotte and Asuka. If they can have a really, really great match beforehand where Roman Reigns wins the title, have the have that wrap up the show, fans will enjoy it and go home happy. Um, but again, I think they love Roman so much and they've been building this up all year that that could likely be the main event. Uh, if not, AJ Styles versus Nakamura. It's going to be interesting to see which route they go. But uh, in terms of women wrestling, main eventing WrestleMania... I absolutely see it happening, and sooner than you think. Justin? Okay, here comes the soundbite of soundbites. This is probably going to be the thing that's going to make the show go viral. Um, the Ujar? The women's wrestling revolution will headline WrestleMania after Vince McMahon is dead. <laughs> it, I'm in agreement. It'll be <laughs> the year after he dies, depending on when he dies. If he dies in February, he if he dies in Ooh. February, they're not going to change the card. But the following WrestleMania will see a women's match headline WrestleMania, and only then. 
You think they have plans, like all these lists of things they want to do when McMahon oh, dies? Oh, dude. And just be like, Triple okay, H, do this. Uh, do Triple that. H has a shrine somewhere in his house that Steph doesn't know about. That he goes, he goes, oh, we're gonna do so much stuff once he's gone. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get rid of Shane. Ah, oh. there you go. <laughs> That was it. That's all I, I don't got. know what to say. I don't know what to say after this. Uh, so Vince McMahon is dead. Okay, I agree. I don't think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. They're gonna main event everything except for WrestleMania for what? still years You're to crazy. come. Yeah, still for years to come. Dude, it's 2019. It's yeah, but Vince McMahon, it's the Me Too movement. I agree. He's, he's he's something special, and uh, I don't know. I just can't see him main eventing WrestleMania. I mean, the, but they've main evented pay per views, haven't they? Yes, yes, so. yes. Of course, yeah. And, 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 the fact that they main evented the Royal Rumble, pretty big deal. Yes, but we're talking WrestleMania. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying I don't see them doing it, especially in the next five years. That's just me. Um, I don't even like the way that they don't have the Royal Rumble winner as the main event of WrestleMania anymore. So that's just like another fact that Vince McMahon is just going to do what's best for business. and uh, Because I'm rich! That's, that's just what he's going to say every single time. <laughs> hmm. The next five years, eh? Next five years. Sounds like a bet. Oh, maybe a slap bed. Oh, shit. One. I want to add here, Talkamania viewers, note the date and the time, because we're going to come back to this in five years and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, if we're around for five years. Well, we would, because we're the number one podcast on the internet today. Number one podcast right. yeah, in this Skype online. chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> on the internet today. <laughs> on the internet today. Five years, man. If it happens within the next five years. <laughs> All right, boys. Was the Undertaker streak significant to you? And I'm going to start it off with Justin. Absolutely not. Uh, it literally didn't matter to me. I I was never concerned that his streak was in peril. Um, I think just the fact that someone would beat the Undertaker, period, is merit enough. And I think a lot of the basis of the last number of his WrestleMania matches have been solely about the streak instead of being mm. about another reason you know whereas undertaker used to have a grudge with his opponents and they would be settling it those last number of them was always been like oh, i'm gonna beat you at wrestlemania and nope and then i'm gonna beat you again but we're gonna have a cage and then i'm gonna beat you no you know like how many times are you gonna do this like keep in mind <laughs> some of these guys have done it twice where they've been like i'm gonna beat you okay i was wrong okay but now i'm gonna beat you Damn, wrong again. You know, and then you have Brock who just comes in and then they do that. And it, it was a big shock. You know, it was the big moment. It's going to be one of those WrestleMania moments that lasts forever. But after that, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. Like, I don't need to be invested anymore. So there you go. I wonder if it was like a, I wonder if it was like a secret clause in his contract that like he had to be the Undertaker at WrestleMania because it seems so weird and so out of, out of nowhere that they did that. Um, for me, uh, it didn't really have any, uh, I guess, pizzazz or merit to me uh, up until they really started kind of, I guess, shoving it down our throats. And then you kind of want to see who he's facing every year. And you're, I agree. I never thought his uh, streak was in peril. And I guess that kind of takes away from it at the same time. But now the fact that they actually have him really lose it, well, now I don't care at all. And now Undertaker's match is just another match in the card. I, I, I couldn't care less about the streak like we mentioned earlier. <laughs> Uh, we didn't even know it was happening until he was up to like, you know, 15, 16. 
He comes out all tired too. Like he doesn't even want to wrestle this year. He's all like, uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'll just, nah, no. And like, and then people have to keep pursuing him every week. And at the end, he's like, ah, oh, okay, fine. I'm, and then drags his ass to the mat. I'm gonna get some heat here, but my entire career as a wrestling fan, I've never been that into the Undertaker. Like I liked him against Mankind. I liked him when it was Undertaker versus Undertaker. I liked him in the Ministry of Darkness, and that's about it. Everything else, I was like, eh. He's all right, mm-hmm. but nothing, nothing. But, nothing but it would be wrong. cool if he shows up as the American badass. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go for that. I'll take the American badass. But apart from that, uh, he could just be done, and, 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 I, and I think I'd be okay with that. Moving on, boys. Seven. Is it necessary to get the entire roster on the Mania card, or should it just be those who had a great 2017? And uh, I don't know who we started with last time, so I'm just going to take a guess here, and I'm going to go with Des. Oh, okay. So this one, it gets a bit complicated because I think a lot of wrestlers make bonuses at WrestleMania. Uh, so I think a lot of them kind of, you know, will be salty about that. They don't want to have their employees disgruntled. They want to have everybody participate. So I don't know if they'll they'll ever take away those get Battle Royale gimmick matches. Uh, you know, they can't put everybody on the card. The roster is getting more and more full. They're calling up people. So it's a bit tough. Um, but I do find it creates lazy booking because they have to put people in matches together. So um, I guess it's twofold. Uh, I don't think they should be doing it. I would love to have WrestleMania where every match was a dream match and they did everything really carefully and, and logically. But I think in hindsight, they have to find spots for all these people. Um, but I feel like they might not move away from that, more or less. Uh, they're going to always try to squeeze every last drop out of it. On that note, yeah, I, I think... I, I believe that WrestleMania, at least it used to be, about the top talent being on the card. Um, and ever since they've... Especially since they started the network... And WrestleMania is a network show. I feel like it's necessary to get every single person on that show. Um, I'm actually going to be playing my own fun little game this year when I watch it called Guess Who Didn't Make the Show. And <laughs> although the answer is probably going to be the majority of 205 Live, uh, I think there might be a couple of main roster people that are usually on Raw or SmackDown that we may not even see. Just, just for the simple fact that they just thought, ah, well, you know, we have so many people in the Battle Royal, and we're going to call in people from years ago just to make an appearance just because, and, well, there just wasn't room enough for you. But that's how WrestleMania should be, where it's the top talents that are having a hell of a year get those big matches that you're looking forward to. And then, as far as the undercard goes, well, I don't know, work a little harder, I guess? I, I know it sounds terrible, because <laughs> you do get a WrestleMania bonus, right? That's the majority of, and for some people, that's the majority of their year right there. But I don't know. Like, I, I believe that if you're good enough, you'll be booked. If you're not, try harder. That's just my thought. Oh, yeah, to some degree, I'll say that because sometimes it's victim by circumstance. I mean, I look at uh, Brazango. I mean, those guys are awesome. They can wrestle. They're funny, but they're, they're only given so many chances. So they, they make the best out of it when they do. But it's kind of hard to, I guess, raise your game when you're only on there once uh, every second week or third week. Like Four, three, two, one. I just want more Brazango. <laughs> I think we all want more Brazango. That's the thing. Uh, I didn't have time for an opinion, so perfect, because I didn't really have one. Aww. 
What can the WWE do to make WrestleMania more special to its hardcore fans versus its casual fans? And I'll throw this to Justin to kick it off. Okay, that one's really tricky. I don't know if I have a proper answer to that. Um, The only way to make it more special to its hardcore fans... I mean, hardcore fans, depending on like people who watch all of their shows or just people who tune in on the USA network or, or Sportsnet in our case for the raw and the SmackDown. I'm not sure. Like there's, I think personally the hardcorest of the fans are the fans that go to WrestleMania. Like, I don't know if you've seen, but I saw a screen cap, I think a little while ago from someone who bought their WrestleMania tickets. They had premium floor seats and for two tickets, it cost them $14,000. What? $14,000. I'm not kidding. I, I saw it. I was like, because this I'm has... Rich. Thank you. That's a perfect time. <laughs> I guess. And, and and I think, like, you gotta be hardcore to do that. Like, that's a bucket list thing, man. And that's a huge expense. So, yeah, I, I would prefer if WrestleMania was not just a five-hour show for the sake of being a five-hour show. Like, it's gotta be... It's gotta be big. But other than that, I don't know what you can do for the people at home to make it more mm. special like I, I can't think of it i used to order the you know you used to order the pay-per-view or you ordered three pay-per-views and they'd send you a chair remember that thing really like, they that, used to do that they used to do that dude not that long Jesus, ago too. i want a chair they haven't done I've it in a while but, huh. you know i mean what when you, but, i'd introduce i'd introduce a cross-brand match at wrestlemania that perhaps brings in, in independent wrestlers from other venues oh and so people who are really hardcore wrestlers get to see those matches at WrestleMania. It'd be great for the careers of the independent wrestlers. It'd be great for the WWE. Everybody wins. Well, for me, uh, this is my question, so I obviously um, have an answer for it. Uh, it's mainly just make it the season finale of WWE season and and make it a tie-up. Make it really good storylines going in. Give it like a two- or three-month build per storyline. And don't just make it a spectacle of pop culture. I mean, right now we got Brock Lesnar coming in. I know there's a story behind it, but I mean Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey. Who else we got going in there? Just just for the sake. We only have to deal with Brock Lesnar for one more week. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll that's, see. That's done. Awesome. Um, but but more, what I mean is to give it back to the fans, and it kind of you know alludes to the question before this. Um, it should be a stage like a reward. It should be a reward to the fans that stuck with them all year. And it should be a reward mm. for the wrestlers who, who really, you know, increase their popularity and just make it a finale of each storyline. Cause I mean, it, they just don't have that this year. They haven't had that for years. I'd like for them to introduce an attitude error pay-per-view like once a year or something like that. You know, and that's at the very least something where it's like, they go back to the Attitude Era uh, rules and regulations just for that one match once a year. It's like they try to do parents that with can, extreme rules, and it's just a fail. Parents can prevent their kids from watching it. There's warnings that go out well in advance. Four, I mean, come on. Don't make it too crazy, but two, be nice. I am Daniel. All right, final question, boys. Ten. And I got the soundbite yes. this time. WrestleMania Rewind is an interesting show on the network, but not every Mania moment is worthy of a rewind. So, let's play a little game here called WrestleMania Do-Over. Pick a moment that you wish you could change and how. And I'll start it off with Dez. Oh, you picked me yeah. first. I was like, okay, let's look. Let's research. Um, you want to go first? We can throw it to Justin if you want. Uh, go ahead, Justin. Okay. I'll let you feel okay, this Well, one. there's an easy one. This one's like an easy layup, basically. Uh, WrestleMania 25, the Women's Battle Royal, that was won by Santina Morella. 
<laughs> that one's a do-over. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. That one's yeah. a do-over. Uh, I would have anybody else win that battle royal. Uh, other than that, let's see. I think there's a couple of... Yeah, I think... Actually, earlier we were talking about Undertaker in the tag match with Nathan Jones. I would have just avoided that completely. I would have had either Undertaker against Big Show or Undertaker against Albert. There was no need to have Nathan Jones there. Um, I think for, let's see, I think at WrestleMania 21, when Randy Orton challenged The Undertaker, I think it was too early for him. I don't think he was ready yet. And I think the whole way that they booked it, where he started seeing The Undertaker and started seeing weird things happening that was all in his head... It was a little bit mm. over the top. It, it it didn't need to be done. And I think the biggest of all, I would say, fuck Brock Lesnar. You don't get to beat The Undertaker, asshole. And I would change <laughs> that one, too. Bold. That would maybe be my redo as well, too, because I don't think Brock Lesnar should have been the one to do it if somebody was going to do it. Uh, if I really had the extreme option here, I would like to go back in time and... Brett wouldn't have got injured, would have returned to the WWE, and then all the WrestleMania matches that would have happened after the fact. Uh, but I think mine as well, I'm thinking on top of my head, when AJ Styles made his debut, he had his first WrestleMania against Chris Jericho and ended up losing that match. Mm. I thought that was pretty stupid. I thought the WWE was maybe trying to humble him or say, hey, you know, we control how things go. Uh, but, you know, I also like that Jericho got a win at WrestleMania at the same time. But those are the ones that come off the top of my head right now. I'm I'm going to go way back, and we're talking WrestleMania 9, and this is something that's irked me my entire life. Um, Yokozuna defeated Bret Hart, and then Hulk Hogan came down and defeated Yokozuna. I wish we can go back in time and change it to Hulk Hogan coming down and just getting away for Bret Hart to become the champion again, because Bret Hart is the man, and it didn't make sense for me when Hulk Hogan came out. I was confused. I was, I was young at the time. I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, that was back before, like, there was television every week so the stories were like harder to figure out but i remember just watching it and being like why the hell how did hogan just screw brett and yokozuna yeah. who, who had an awesome program out of all this and uh i would also like to see a match between brett and hogan out of it or something like that that could have been interesting just something man uh but that that's the one uh, wrestlemania 9 was oh caesar's palace that was another great freaking wrestlemania if we're gonna talk about it, like entrances and all that kind of stuff i loved it man I could have done without them having it at Caesar's Palace. It's like if it's WrestleMania, let's have it in front of five thousand people. <laughs> like, oh, was it small? Well, I think I so. No it seemed small I... to me when I watch it. Plus, it was outdoors, <laughs> so it's like, okay, we're in the parking lot of Caesar's Palace. <laughs> Welcome to WrestleMania. I just remember being like, it was like one of the first ones I remember it being outside, and it was like daytime when it's. I always prefer WrestleMania outside. Yeah, where it's daytime, where it starts off the card. And Isn't then, it outside in New Jersey? Yo, sure? by yeah, God, yeah, New Jersey, yeah. Yeah, we're going to that, by the way. Hell yeah, we're going. Oh, well, yeah. you know how much tickets Absolutely. cost now. Well, hey, because I'm rich. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna. I was hoping I was gonna say just I'm rich. Money isn't everything. It's the only thing. There you go. There something go. along those lines. <laughs> oh yeah, you want to throw it in? I got a bad one of it, but uh... <laughs> there we go. It's not too bad. It's not too it's bad. Not, it's not that great. Uh, so, anyways, that wraps up another episode of the Ten Count. I want to thank Justin and Des for, uh, for joining us and for everybody for sticking through that. I know it was a bit painful. Um, we're recording this early morning 
and uh, we all had late nights and we all had tough weekends, but we wanted to get this out for everybody before WrestleMania week started, or at the beginning of WrestleMania week, that is. So uh, I'm going to wrap it up before I screw this up anymore. Follow us on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania, and uh, check us out on iTunes. Rate, review, and subscribe. For J-Bomb, I'm out. Dez, Justin, say bye. Have a good one, guys. WrestleMania. Adios, amigos. See you next time.